Hello everybody and welcome to episode 18. I once again just want to apologize for my personal audio during this episode uh, and the next episode uh, we do get it resolved after that point. We sit down and record several episodes at once every couple of weeks. That aside, welcome to episode 18. Do you have a strength score? So, um, after about an hour or so, I think everybody would be done with baths and secret meetings and, uh, meeting with, with friends in town. And so, uh, does anybody want to do anything in particular over dinner? Over dinner, not particularly. Can I have dinner in my room? Yep. I'm in the same, though. Alright. Um, before you guys all retire to your room, I'm asking anybody who has mending death, <laughs> help me out over here. I have a little pet project I'm working on. Yeah, um, Leaf will come over and help. He looks yep. a little harrowed whenever he, he shows up, though. Using, uh, using my newfound carpentry skills and using this as an excuse as to why he large suddenly has carpenting. Um, I roll a 24 <laughs> to uh, start right. repairing the table. I, I, I would say you can attempt uh, through mundane means to repair the table, but I'm, I'm pretty sure... I'm not sure expecting it can go back to the way it was. I, 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 I'm pretty sure it weighs more than two pounds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're going to need to make whole spell. Uh, well, yeah. can't you, like, uh, I thought... No, maybe you can't use the mending to repair scuffs. Yeah, like, uh, little things, sure. Like, little surfaces, but I, I feel like the, the large break um, is not something mending can handle. Well, what I was actually thinking for the uh, what, how the mending would help is um, the, uh, the splintered ends. Cast mending on that, so that way they fit better when I'm sort of piecing them back together. I was I wasn't intending mending to be a spell to sort of like magically fix the table, but just to help with the process. Sure. Yeah, I mean, with that, it's gonna take you a little while, and you'll need. Uh, are you going to try and put it back together with mahogany, or are you going to try and put it together with just with wood? Um, I mean mahogany if I can. If not, then I'll have to make you with whatever I have available. All right. Uh, you would need to find or salvage from other parts um, 20 gold worth of mahogany um, in order to repair this table. I would like to do an appraise check. All right. Um, if I take 20 gold worth of mahogany out of the chairs that we have, that's critical failure, so that's an 11. Um... If I take uh, 20 gold worth of mahogany uh, out of the chairs that I have, would I be increasing the value of this table by more than 20 gold? I mean, it's worth 10% of its value broken. Like broken in its current state or broken after repairs? Like in its current state. Okay, that's actually more than I would have thought. <laughs> okay, um... So, uh, so in that case, yeah, so that's what I'm going to be doing, is uh, disassembling one of the chairs and using that as a... Uh, as a... Uh, oh, okay. Alright. Who all is having dinner in the common area of the inn? Uh, Brock would be. And Riley's there, too. Leaf is there. Oh, good. So three of us. Yeah. Foresight would assist if asked. If not, then he'd be in a room. Um, I would I would be eating in the main uh, in, in the main hall with everybody, but uh, I would be eating quickly with the intention of going back to my carpentry. Okay, as soon as possible. And I, I think from Riley's perspective, he's more interested in letting everyone kind of um, mellow out a little bit, do their own thing, get comfortable for a little bit of a break while we stay here for a few days. And um, if there's other people like from the town at the uh, inn eating. He'll probably uh, take his time eating with some strangers for a little bit, or even talking to the people who own the joint. 
the the lot of you down in the main hall then please uh make me perceptions riley you'll get a plus two bonus neat lark got a 13 21 for brock leaf with a 19 riley with a total of 27 all right uh okay so richard uh lark is focused on getting back to what uh he's doing so he doesn't really notice anything uncharacteristically distracted <laughs> yes leaf uh you might notice a well-dressed man speaking with the barkeep though you you don't really pick out the conversation at all brock would notice that the conversation uh seems to be about money uh though you're only picking up on portions of it the the tavern keep does not seem very happy at all. He seems very disheartened. Riley, I feel like you're really close by and are listening in. And you would see this tall, kind of thin man uh, speaking to the portly uh, innkeep. He's like, Mr. Bourne, I'm very sorry, but we did have an agreement. Your payments have come due, and you've not paid enough. I'm afraid if by the end of the week you don't have enough, then I'm going to have to... I'm going to have to take the collateral. And I can assure you, you won't be out of a job, you won't be on the street. As it stands, uh, I do have to make my money back. And the, uh, the innkeep, just like, but, but... But I, I just, I'll have, I'll have this month and next ready for you next month. I swear, I just had to get some extra money for Nina. Now, Mr. Bond, that's not the agreement. I'll give you till the end of the week. Your payment was due yesterday. Please go about your business. I won't interfere any further. And we'll see what happens. And uh, he begins to uh, collect up his, his things. And um, I think so. I, I picture like Riley at like this conversation happening at the bar, and like Riley just like a couple of stools down, um, like with a drink in hand or whatever, and uh, listening and slowly drinking. He probably waits until the uh, debt collector heads off before scooting over to talk to the uh, the owner. Is Mister Bourne right? Uh, he'll he'll turn to you and he'll recover very quickly from his. Uh from his dour mood and be like, ah, oh, yes, what can I get you, son? You, my friends, can get me another drink and a fine story. I overheard your conversation with our friend over there. Uh, he's no friend, but I suppose I still owe him quite a bit and more than just money. Well, I know that it's custom for uh, barkeeps to listen to other people's problems, but allow me to turn the bar around on you, friends. Tell me of your troubles. Uh, it's really, uh, it, it's nothing for, for no travelers to worry about. It's, uh, it, it's my problem. Uh, and go ahead and give me a diplomacy check. Sure. Diplomacy of a 24. As uh, Riley leans in and says, Oh, but Mr. Bourne, I am no simple traveler. I'm sure you haven't heard of me, but you will now. My name is Riley. Riley Morheim of Riley Morheim's company. And I am here to help you. Tell me a story. Uh, well, I suppose if you're keen. Not too long ago, uh, my daughter fell ill, Nina. She, uh, we didn't have no one around here who could who could help her. Apparently it was beyond uh, the means of normal medicine and uh, and whatnot. So uh, we took her up to Starlight and we got a we got a, um, a expectation there of, of cost and well frankly I couldn't afford it. Nor uh, nor could I find such good money on such short notice. Uh, I did discover that we had a very short time span to work with. So, uh, Mr. Kennedy, uh, the man, the man who was just here, he, uh, he was willing, 
but his charms were steep, and I'm not I'm not being able to do so very well with them. Um, I've only gotten half what's needed in time, uh, as the uh, the treatment for Nina is not. It, it it's worked, but it it's left her needing more medicine. And so, uh, unfortunately, uh, I'm falling behind, and if I can't make the payments, I'll have to hand over the deed to the inn. Tell me, how much money do you owe? Uh, right now, um, I I I've got. Uh, I've I've got 50 of it. I need 50 more. Uh, gold. 50 gold. Uh, I've got to do 100 gold a month. And this is paid off. only 50 gold for your next payment? Yes. How much total do you owe, sir? Uh, well, uh, he, he, he scrabbles with his paper, and he, he looks at it. If I were... Paid off on time about six hundred and fifty gold more, uh, but I think this number here is technically what I owe were I to pay it off sooner, and that's only uh, four hundred. Interesting. But I can't. I can't raise four hundred in in a week's time. That's that's undoable. Well, sir, uh, Riley leans on the bar a little bit, finishes the rest of his drink, and looks at Mr. Bourne, saying, Tell me, do you believe in miracles? I pray for them sometimes, but I've seen little. Well, I cannot promise you miracles, but what I can say is that I have an ally who's uh, well adept at healing. I don't know if his particular brand of healing can assist your daughter, but if you agree, I think it couldn't hurt to have him look to see if there's anything he can do to assist her condition. Uh, I, I would be most thankful uh, if he could. Uh, she's on premises? Um, she's, she's at my house. Uh, it's not far. Well, then let me go uh, pay my friend a visit and uh, see what we can do. In the meantime, Riley will, like, point across the bar to maybe a uh, cheap bottle of, like, cheap wine or whatever, and he'll ask for the whole bottle. Um, uh, sure. Uh, he'll, he'll bring the bottle over. And as he turns to go grab the bottle, Riley pulls his coin pouch out, takes five gold coins from it, stuffs it into his own pocket, and keeps the rest of the 50 coins on the table as payment. Then Riley takes the bottle, says keep the change, and will head upstairs to find Foresight. He 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 looks uh, very thankful, uh, but the shock and awe might come a little bit later with that, with that perception roll. <laughs> He's like, oh, thank you. Thank you, sir. Thank you very much. Oh, uh, what a dick. He paid all in copper. God. <laughs> I should just throw yeah, it in the I mean, trash. <laughs> I mean, the, that's still pretty good money as far as far as a single thing goes. So you go upstairs uh, to right. look for foresight. Um, yep. I think Lark, by this point, has gone back to fiddling with the table. And yep. uh, what is Brock? Uh, what are Brock and Leaf doing? Uh, how crowded is this place? Uh, moderately. It seems to be a fairly popular place, at least as a as a drinking hole and a place to eat. Uh, the food is decent and the drink is good. Um, uh, the place has about uh, 15 rooms plus a common room. Okay. Uh, he would kind of just spend his time wandering around the room and finding people who look moderately interesting and just kind of asking them about their life All figuring right. out what they do what they've done where they've okay. gone uh go ahead and give me a diplomacy for gather information Ooh, this is gonna be good 
so good. I'm good at this. Boom. Four. Honestly, people end up asking you more questions than you end up asking them. Uh, like, why is your hair made of rocks and spiky and, and, and yellow? And, and what are you? And who are you? And why are you asking questions? Well, I guess I would answer most of them by just explaining simply what an Oread is. That my family line is more in tune with the earth, therefore my body mimics that of the earth, and I'm asking questions because I'm a curious person who wishes to know much of the world. Alright. Uh, one thing you would notice regardless um, of what the general people are, is that uh, Leaf um, does look a bit troubled. Um, but we will go over to what Leaf is doing. I believe I was helping mend the table. Oh, you were? Yeah, I was just trying to take his mind off of things with uh, focusing on work. Um, okay. This this is after the meeting with uh, Adira, and I'm assuming after dinner. All right. Uh, I, I feel like you may not have been so... Uh, so gustoed with, uh, with your eating as Lark was, so you might still be... Uh, finishing up your food. I think. Yeah, this is uh, like like I said. Whenever he sits down, he he definitely looks like harrowed, uh, like he's just been through an ordeal that might not have been necessarily like a fist fight or something like that. But he definitely looks troubled. Uh, does Brock approach Leaf at all? Just as he's looking, kind of downtrodden. <laughs> yeah, like, like he, he he was fine earlier. Hmm. Mostly. Is is he making it? like clear that he's trying to keep his mind off of something like is is he a, he's not avoiding people is he he's he's sitting at the table he's he's not like you know sitting there and just sighing into his bowl of stew or whatever but uh he's you definitely see him like avoiding eye contact and he's just kind of like hunched over his bowl okay uh yeah after he's kind of had a terrible go of asking other people and just being more questioned than getting answers he would eventually probably return to the table and uh sit down next to uh leave with a with a cup of some kind of ale and he would look at him and go uh you seem to be troubled is there uh something on your mind um many things in fact the trip from the black fort was an experience in and of itself but i feel like i've uh, carried more baggage out of that place than we started with uh yeah it's it seems that many of you had some kind of vision or event occur there uh unfortunately i don't know much about it as i didn't experience it did something more happened to you than the others? Uh, quite a lot happened. I, I won't necessarily compare my experience to someone else's. Uh, but I'm, I've, I've certainly um, concerned. Well, would you care to share those concerns? Or are they something you would... I... I f fear if I go into too much detail, uh, you might find me insane. Uh, did any of the others discuss the the dream or, or mention it to you? Well, Riley did, and then it seemed like the group as a whole admitted that it happened, but as far as the particular details, I'm mostly in the dark other than the fact that it seemed that you were aware of the layout of the the castle itself. That too. And there seem to be arrows of a nearly identical make to the ones that I fired off at the uh, the general whilst we were in that dream, which is concerning in and of itself. But more importantly, uh, I very nearly took a sword into my heart and an entity from somewhere in that realm 
interceded after having uh, re requested something of me. Uh, at this moment, uh, Leaf, you would notice um, a, a shadow kind of loom, loom over you. Uh, Brock, you don't notice anything, but uh, a pair of almost skeletal hands uh, that are actually, uh, upon closer inspection, more exoskeletal in design, uh, place themselves on the table on either side of you, Leaf. So, like, right in the middle of what he was saying, you, you can tell that, like, he was about to segue into another sentence, and then he, he just kind of, like, glances at the table for a second. His back stiffens, like, stark straight. Not, not like, a sudden, like, jerking moment, but, like, he just kind of pushes himself back and straightens his back, and then he just closes his eyes and he inhales. You know, takes a deep breath. When you open your eyes again, uh, the shadow and the hands are gone. And looking at the same spot, Brock would say absolutely nothing. Right. Hmm. Yeah, Brock would immediately shoot to whatever he looked at, and then upon seeing nothing, he would return to leaf and he would go. He would kind of look, look him over just to make sure that nothing physical was happening to him, and he would be like, are you, are you okay? Well, I'm uninjured, if that answers your question. Well, an injury can be something far more than physical. It, it seems you uh, you saw something or thought of something, maybe. You seem very troubled. Something's here. Something's here. I think it's it's in my mind. <laughs> I, he hmm. like you know. It can't kind of like this a face you'd expect from someone who just realizes like how crazy something that they said is. He just kind of cracks like a fake smile, and he, he tries to like look you in the eyes. Uh, after he says he thinks something is here, Brock would actually focus and use his tremor sense to see if he actually maybe something's invisible, maybe something follows us out. So I think within thirty feet, I would just know if something. I would know everything that's near me. So if that thing is actually physically standing there, I would know. What's it look like when you're using your tremor sense? Uh, I imagine that he just kind of closes his eyes and just focuses pretty heavily on his surroundings. Kind of like almost meditation. It doesn't have like a burn cost or anything to do with it, does it? Nope. It's not even related to my class, I don't think. I think it was a racial thing I picked up. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's an Oread thing. Oh no, it's 60 feet. You wouldn't see anything out of the ordinary. Okay, so I would just see the regular people. Alright. Uh, he would, he, he would nod and he would go, uh, well, there's, it doesn't seem that there's anything present with us, so hopefully it is, it is maybe just some remnant of the dream that has lingered in your mind. Maybe uh, I, I had a discussion with Adira, and uh, I, I do not think that this is something that's going away anytime soon. Uh, it appears to be a, a, an affliction of a spiritual sort. Uh, unfortunately, things of that sort are far beyond my understanding. I come from a place of monks, but we were not of the spiritual kind. We were more of the physical. Still, I, I appreciate the sympathy. I got my little 11. Leaf got a 19. Oh. Well. Okay. So, uh, Leaf, what you would notice as you're looking over towards Brock is uh, the, the figure of Taraxis over behind the bar uh, staring at you eerily. Um, uh, the barkeep, uh, uh, has just finished, uh, picking up and looking into a, uh, a coin purse that Riley has set down as he heads upstairs towards the rooms, and the, uh, the barkeep suddenly looks very, uh, elated, um, but behind him, Taraxis is just 
for all his lack of eyes, you can tell he is staring at you uh, with that big freakish grin on his face. And as he walks by, uh, one of his hands will reach up and uh, tip over a mug, uh, at, which clatters the floor. Um, uh, and and then uh, you, you blink and he's gone. And the uh, barkeep like is looking around. And he's like, oh, how'd that happen? And he goes and he picks up the mug. Brock, you would notice the sound of a of a mug falling. Yeah, okay, he would just give it a moment's notice, and when he sees the guy picking it up, he wouldn't bother with it. So the T-Rex has just disappeared? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you, you can definitely see, like, Leaf staring off in the direction for a moment, and then, like, the, the glass crashes, uh, as eerie as that might be. But he just keeps staring off in the direction. Uh, when he looks and kind of looks back after not paying attention to the, the mug and notices that Leaf is looking that direction, he would immediately begin to scan kind of that way and he would turn back to him. Did, did you see it again? I did. Hmm. This, this may be a more significant problem than we thought. I think uh, so. Was Adira able to tell you anything about possibly what it is you're seeing? Just that it's very dangerous and I need to be very careful. Well, should it come to an issue that I can solve, please do not uh, do not hesitate to ask. Just um, in the future, should I ask not to be left alone? Uh, if you can do anything to help that come to pass, I would appreciate it. Of course. Should you need someone with you, uh, simply ask. Thank you. He would kind of look around as you talk, and he would go, although uh, I don't know how much help I would be against something I can't see. And he would kind of give like a, kind of like an apologetic nod of like, I'm sorry that there's not much I can do. Hey, uh, not sure what I expected from our time at Elf Murder Castle. Uh, he would he would kind of laugh at that and he'd go, well, I guess uh, it seems to be living up to the name, unfortunately. Hopefully not for quite a long while. <sighs> you know, we will do what we can to to ensure that nothing nothing of ill befalls you. As it would be quite unfortunate, as I've kind of enjoyed traveling with a group again. Well, I'll do everything I can to uh, not disrupt our activities. As I said, you, you, you shouldn't be any kind of bother. I'm sure the others would not mind you asking them of, of their aid as well. They seem to be uh, rather likable, except Foresight. He seems to want to help people, but the asking. You might just skip that part. I think he might just be shy, but it's certainly a, a tough one to pry out of his shell. In fact, I think he's uh, he's hiding somewhere right now. I uh, seem to have lost my appetite. Perhaps uh, I should find something productive to do. I heard there's a shattered table somewhere uh, nearby in need of repairs. Uh, he would not. Uh... Well, it is not a bad thing to keep one's mind off of uh, things by being productive. Uh, I wish you luck in solving this problem. <laughs> Sorry, All the right. lap was at the cat in the box, not at yeah. the, not at yeah, the I, I, <laughs> I tried to stifle mine as well. Sorry about the soul demon, Leaf. Teehee. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, uh, Adira and For- or not Foresight, Adira and Riley, please give me perception checks. Okay, boss. Riley with a 17. I, I got a 17. 
Okay. You both, uh, Adira heading down the hall and Riley heading up the stairs, uh, you all come to the same corner at the same moment, uh, but you notice each other and don't bump into each other as uh, Adira is on her way down to go shopping. Awesome. Um, God, that would have been embarrassing if we bumped into each other and fell down. Man, how It would have been horrible. 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 <laughs> um, yeah, so like walking around the corner or whatever and running into each other, Riley will... Uh, Smile at Adira, give her a nod, and say, um, heading off somewhere nice. Mm, I don't know about nice. Uh, trying to find a shop. Oh, doing a little bit of shopping after our excursion out. Yeah, um, this is fine to wear for traveling, but I would prefer something a little more ladylike when we're not on the road. That's understandable. I suppose I've just grown accustomed to wearing my armor these days, but I can appreciate a uh, well-dressed woman all the same. Well, not sure how well-dressed, uh, but uh, I don't want to be frivolous with my money. Fair. There does seem to be uh, those in financial straits within this town, so make good use of your money. Is somebody in trouble? Yes, I had a conversation with the inn owner, a Mr. Bourne, downstairs. Turns out he's in a bit of debt and struggling to make payments. I'll see what I can do to help. Yes. Well, his uh, daughter had fallen ill, and to afford the cure, he uh, accepted a bit of a loan from a sharky-looking man, a Mr. Kennedy, as it would be. I already offered him the coin I had in my purse to make up for this month's payments, but he still has quite a bit outstanding. I'll see what I can do. No child should have to suffer just because their parents don't have a lot of money. I agree. And this is something I was going to approach with the group since we have not only come into some goods with our recent travels, but have the promise of a fine payday ahead of us. Perhaps there's something the collective uh, can do to make his, uh, to ease his suffering, his financial suffering. Possibly, but um, here, and she'll dig through her pouch, and she will hand Riley 20 gold pieces and say, see that he gets this. Absolutely. And Riley will just tuck that into a safe spot, making note to hand it to the uh, Mr. Bourne on his way out this evening. Speaking of Adira, do you know which room Foresight's staying in? I would like to bring him to have a look at the inn owner's daughter to see if there's anything Foresight can do for her illness. Mm, I'm not sure uh, which key he got. Um... It's okay. I've been through this rodeo before. I'll just knock, knock on all of the doors. Oh, there's probably an easier way to do this. Yes, um, but my way is more fun. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, good luck to you then. Yes, and do be safe shopping. Uh, I am not 100% familiar with this town, but I trust you will do well. Um. Yeah, if anything comes to cause me problems, I'll just blast them. I have no doubt. Take care, Adira. You too. What a pleasant passing. That was very, very pleasant. <laughs> and Riley just made 20 gold. What? <laughs> uh, I'm going to need you to make a sleight of hand for that earning. <laughs> no, I'm going to pass it off. That's fine. Um, yes. Okay. So where, wherever you want to go with this, Sean, that's fine. I think we're, I think we're all set. All right. So Adira goes downstairs and out into town to look for a few things. She finds her dress and the few uh, items she's looking for, uh, mostly of aesthetic quality. Um, she finds like a wooden hair comb that uh, to hold her hair up, as well as a uh, like a hairbrush and whatnot that she's looking for. So she's uh, uh, found uh, all the things she wanted. Is there anything else you'd like to do while you're out, Adira? No, she was just going to get those items and go back to her room and probably go to sleep and hope that there are no, you know, dreams with people trying to murder them. All right. So say that probably takes about 30 minutes, uh, all things said. But in the meantime, uh, Mr. Morheim, you are going to start knocking on every single door. Yeah, so Riley's going to go door to door. He's going to listen, and he's going to choose the quietest rooms first. <laughs> uh, make me a perception check. That's a 13. There, there's about five doors that are that are pretty quiet. <laughs> All right. 
Um, uh, foresight. There will be a knock at your door. <laughs> oh, okay. Apparently, never mind. You knock on all five doors, three of which have no answers, two of which are answered not by foresight. Fuck you, foresight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a god. Go ahead, make me another perception check, Riley. Sure, fine. That one's a 15. Oh man, that's way better. Uh, you would, a- after being perplexed by this, you would walk by a door and hear uh, Foresight's voice uh, singing in in uh, what you come to recognize as his celestial voice. Huh. I, well, this is weird because Riley has hardly heard Foresight talk, let alone sing. So it's almost as if he's not a type of fuck when he's not alone. Uh, get, go ahead and give us a uh, performance check from Foresight. Uh, that's probably not an applicable skill. Uh, yeah, so I'll just roll with the... Or you could just sing for us. That works too. Ooh, that does. I consider that, that I don't want to be sued for causing Alan's ears to bleed. Uh, it's not the best. He's singing like no one can hear him. <laughs> but it's definitely in celestial. Damn like a wrecking ball! <laughs> 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 I don't know why, but my brain goes to the, you know, the song that the Who sing when they're gathering around the Who tree, the Christmas special. <laughs> no, actually, could you, could you, uh, could you like perform it? So I do know. If, I might know. If I knew the lyrics, I would. And I'm totally da-boo, not. Bore, da-boo, bore. <laughs> Great. Uh, Great. Well, if the, if the perform check was good, Riley would have stood outside and waited and listened for a while. But since it's pretty garbage, he's going to knock on the door. I, I think uh, Foresight, unexpecting of a sudden knock on his door, uh, I I think like his, his butt puckers and a little water gets inside. <laughs> that would be impressive, seeing as he's not in the tub. He's currently... So, let me, let me just paint this. this is, while washing his hair. My god, he's mastered <laughs> yes. waterbending. <laughs> Indeed, he has. But tell no one. He's actually a kineticist, fifth level. Oof. Shh, shh, don't tell anyone. God damn. No, he basically, um, he didn't take his bath. He ate some. Uh, he is currently bent over the tub with his hair and, or head leaned over it with just his hair in it and his fingers going through it. Literally just exclusively washing his hair. Oh, okay. Well, and his fingers, basically. So, yeah. you know. <laughs> Actually, the way he washes, the uh, dirt goes directly from his fingers into his, or uh, from his hair into his fingers. And afterwards, he's gonna have to wash his fingers, which means he's gonna rub them together and then push them into the water. It's it's a whole process. It takes forever. Wow, that's nuts. Yeah, it's crazy. Huh. Anyway, uh, after the knock at the door, uh, there's a a tone of 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 sorts that you may have come to recognize at this point that is frequently uttered by uh, Foresight when he is interrupted or disturbed or upset. <laughs> who, who, could, who could possibly guess what that means? Crazy. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he'll, he'll go to the door and open it, uh, drying off his hair. A naked Foresight stands before you. He has pants. Well, yeah, just pants. Does he? Okay. Just pants. A panted Foresight stands before you uh robin <laughs> riley looks at foresight i'm sorry i tried uh shirtless foresight and says huh do you have a strength mod that's interesting <laughs> oh well, well uh, now that you mention it actually i do have uh, a strength of 15 it's, it's it's not that impressive i know but i'm worth <laughs> well that's certainly more than i do <laughs> Fuck, wait, hold on, wrong character. Sorry. <laughs> Should we pull that's it back? And... Okay, okay. That's, Refresh. that's the Refresh. next character. Oh. <laughs> Foresight opens the door. Riley's on the other side. Riley smiles and says, Foresight, friends, I hope I wasn't interrupting something. No, just hair cleaning. What would you say if, Riley leans in a little bit, I told you that there might be someone in this town who is in dire need of healing where are they they are at a house not too far away from here i'm doing nothing of importance if you need me or if they need me then just give me a moment to get my shirt 
Yes, of course. Meet me downstairs, and I will explain the situation on the way. He will nod, turn around, get just his shirt, probably with the shoes, and his pack. He'll get his pack and immediately get downstairs. Also, make sure to wear something slutty. Oh, well, now you tell me. And um, when Riley goes downstairs, he'll inform Mr. Bourne that he's uh, found his ally and will be seeking to head over to see his daughter, Nina, um, as soon as possible. So, like, when you walk up to him, before you can you can start even talking to him, he, like, reaches across the bar and grabs your hand, and he's like, you're right-handed, right? Uh, let's see. I believe so. Okay. So he grabs your not-injured hand. <laughs> Good. And he's just like, thank you. Thank you so much. You're you're a godsend, boy. Mr. Bourne, thank you. Mr. Bourne, do not thank me so much. I've come to realize that there was a mistake with the payments I gave you for the wine. It seems I gave you the incorrect amounts. And Riley reaches into oh. his pocket and pulls out another coin purse and puts it into his hands. <laughs> he, he looks like for like he just went up like up and down the fucking roller coaster really fast. Like he's oh there's a mistake with what I paid you, and he's just like oh. And then you had him another coin purse. He's like oh at me. So how much did you give him this time? I gave him everything that Adira gave to me, which I believe was twenty gold. Yes, yes, it was. Perfect. He he just he like he he just grab grabs your hand. And he's just like in both hands, and he's just like, thank thank you, kind sir. Thank you. Oh, well, that particular sum was from an ally of mine, Adira. You'll see her around. I believe she just left, actually. Oh, the the golden woman with the white hair. Indeed. I'll, I'll thank her as soon as she comes back. Thank, thank you so much. Um, here, uh, and he, he barks at uh, a serving boy. Uh, everybody's like, uh, Derek, Derek, come here, come here, boy. Uh, here, watch the bar. I'll, I'll be back in in a short while. Uh, and, and he like pulls off his apron and, and hands it to, to Derek and, uh, and he will join the two of you and lead you to his domicile. Great. And on the way, Riley will explain to Foresight everything that we already went over in a previous scene and everything that he already told Adira. So I don't feel like I need to say it all again. <laughs> to, to answer, um, can Foresight get these heels? Um, Eventually, sure. So the reason I asked that question is because that has a very different meaning for us, the uh, viewers of the heels, as opposed to the listeners of the heels for foresight. <laughs> Got him! Look at you. Ah, <laughs> uh. <laughs> wordplay is fun. <laughs> it's my favorite. <laughs> fucking hell alright so y'all go off and he'll take you to uh see his daughter Nina at his house he lives in a fairly small but uh but not hovelish house um uh and he takes you he lets you in uh, and there's a young woman uh who's fairly pretty uh, has long dark hair uh, pulled up into a sort of mess of a bun uh, sitting at the table uh, she appears to be drinking some tea she's quite pale uh, and has fairly dark eyes uh, this would be Nina Bourne and before uh, you find out what's up with Nina okay so Foresight cures Nina that was impressive. No role required, okay. of course. And um, I, I think that means we can level up foresight. I think he did a pretty. Uh, good. What What did you cure her of? Everything. Ailments. Mortality. Congratulations. Bonitis. Bonitis. <laughs> I cured her of her mortality. She's now an ascended being. Can't be sick if you're dead. The only other Nina that I know is from Full Metal Alchemist, and that one didn't turn out too well. <laughs> she was cured. That's actually a really similar story. 
so we we come back in to uh Gross. Foresight and Riley. <laughs> Pouring ourselves a nice drink. <laughs> oh, thank you for offering me some tea. <laughs> yes, it's very oh, delightful. Oh. But we're here to help yes. you. Yes, here you go. Um uh, she she's she's very pale. Uh she looks kind of uh frail and, and, and a little shaky. Uh and Mr. Bourne uh is like Nina, these these men are here to see if they can help you at all. Um this is this is uh Mr. Riley Morheim and, and this is uh I'm sorry, I don't think I caught your name. Uh, foresight. Uh, this is foresight. <clears throat> um, and they're going to see if they can do anything for you. And they're very good men. Uh, they they they've helped me out with with the loan as well. Um, so just they might not be able to do anything, but I figured it was worth a shot. Um, and uh, he'll offer you chairs at the table. Yeah, um, <clears throat> I think we can take those chairs and uh, Riley will say to Nina, yes, we uh, come here to see that if luck truly has fallen upon this town with our arrival, my friend here is very adept at uh, healing people and curing ailments, so I figured it wouldn't hurt at all to have him take a look at what's been troubling you. Uh, n- th- thank you. Uh, I'm Nina. <clears throat> Uh, 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 father just gave me some medicine not too long ago, um, so I'm, I'm not sure, uh, what, what else we can do, but, uh, uh, how, how can I help? Uh, Foresight will step forward without his usual reticence or... Uh, hesitance, and um, he's just going to get on a knee in front of her um, and start. Like he's just basically inspecting a patient. Uh, he's going to look at her hand and turn it over and look for any signs of first looking at her veins to see if there's anything miscolored about them. Important question. I should start with. <laughs> What race is she? Uh, human. Okay, cool. Then yes, uh, he, he's going to look at her veins to make sure that there's, uh, they're not miscolored or there's like they're not like beating extremely hard. He's going to place a a thumb over uh, or on top of her wrist to check her pulse. Okay. Um. Go ahead and give me a heel check. Can Riley assist on that? Just, uh, sure. Since he's there and invested in all that. Uh, I believe Riley assists with a nat 20. Well, Foresight sure. hasn't rolled yet. Do you want to assist or do you want to, uh... Whoa. Oh, god damn! I'm sorry, what were you saying? Holy fuck! They're really... They really want this girl to be healed. Healed, my oh, friend! God. Holy fucking shit. Foresight rolled a 29. Nothing special uh, about it. 29. Okay, um, so just, <laughs> just, despite this claim right here, just so you know, Riley rolled his heel first and got a natural 20 for a total of 21. And Foresight then rolled his and got a natural 20 for 29. And that's an <laughs> aid. And because I'm going to double the aid bonus, so you get a Yo. 33 total. Boom. I'm okay with this. Um, so looking over, her pulse is a little weak, um, just a bit, and asking her questions, looking her over, um, you learn that she was attacked by someone in an alleyway, uh, and that an infection, like, they had bitten her, and an infection started to spread, and apparently this infection was so, uh, terrible that a special medicine was needed at, at, but it 
it has side effects and so that's what she's suffering from mm -hmm. right now is these side effects um uh basically what you determine is currently she is suffering the effects of poison but uh go ahead um what knowledges do y'all have uh, history and uh, history and religion riley has local uh riley roll me a local and foresight roll me a history now it's local with an 11. 18 on history Okay, so Riley, you're not exactly sure. Uh, you know that that an infection from a bite would not be uncommon. And Foresight, you recall old stories about uh, lichens and uh, the only the only cure uh, for for lycanthropy uh, needing to be administered relatively soon after uh after uh being attacked and it does require the poisoning of the person who's been bitten so uh as far as you can tell the prior medication was successful but there's also not a great way for you to tell um until um <clears throat> uh and just as a note uh because it's constantly uh a full moon uh, in this world, the triggering event for lycanthropes is, it, it varies from type to type, but werewolves in particular, there's a comet that goes by and act, and uh, causes them to force uh, transform. There's no 100% sure we can tell uh, whether she's cured or not of lycanthropy mm -hmm. uh, until that comet comes, but uh you you can tell that she's suffering the effects of wolfsbane poison mm -hmm. like honestly uh a bit of time and if they're providing her with additional medicine a bit of time and medicine will help uh ease the effects but there is the chance that she is a lycanthrope um are there any herbs or herbal remedies um that would work as an anathema to the weariness, weakness, the anything to counteract the noticeable effects of the poisoning itself. Anything to ease her uh, burden, as it were. A combination of uh, stimulants, things like uh, ginseng, uh, coca, things like that would probably uh, help her a little bit. Push her circulatory system into a bit of a higher higher beat and and help her a little bit also with the uh discomfort okay um forest i just want to take out a piece of paper and start writing uh several things first the prediction of what he believes she the original infection was or the disease was um that they'll have to wait until this comic goes by in order to rule out if she is still under the effects of this infection or if it's passed uh that she's suffering from wolf spin poisoning um an estimated amount of time in which one would have to continue to take this unless they want to take it up until the point and um any curatives that he can then later go look up see if they grow anywhere near this area so is that is that for yourself or are you giving that to mr bourne well, I have 198 pieces of paper, so I think I'm going to make two copies. Okay. Uh, Mr. Bourne will comment privately to you. Mm -hmm. And, and he's, he, he looks very concerned. He's like, is it the, the, the mages and, and Starlight told me, but is it that obvious? Uh, I, I, I've not told her. I don't want her to worry about me. But is it that obvious uh, that she was... Uh, bit by a by a wear piece. The the signs themselves aren't incredibly obvious. I just knew what to look for. Um, that said, if the effects were not counteracted by the wolf span, 
then upon the the event which would have her transformed that would be extremely obvious and i would strongly suggest at that point in time taking her somewhere private where she's not a danger to anyone else or herself it would be extremely dangerous to be here when that happens all right uh go ahead and give me uh foresight give me a knowledge nature uh since you're from this side of the world sure i can roll d20 five uh, you do not know when this comet comes about. Yeah, that's exactly why he specifically said, uh, find out, or did I think that? I was having two conversations at the same time. Oh, well. Um, the, the, foremost, the foremost plan right now is if there are any books or calendars that would mark any sort of relevant events that it may give some hint as to when this would be done if we cannot find out when then of course i would simply suggest leaving for a period of time in which it would be reasonable to assume that it's passed uh there's a small library here in town uh if you want to go looking there um uh, I I have to get back to the tavern and and arrange some plans uh, just in case. Then, if that's if that's so. I can make my way to the library immediately. Thank you, thank you, thank you both, uh, Mr. Forsyth, Mr. Riley, uh, Morheim. Uh, thank you so much, both of you. I just do what I can. Yes, uh, you needn't thank us. <clears throat> we are just helping those in need. Alright, so, uh, with that, um, it, it is still, it's, it's pretty late in the day for y'all, um, y'all just still want to immediately go to the, uh, library? Absolutely. Uh, uh, quick question first just to just to see if i understand this properly is there does she have to continuously take wolfsbane up until the point where it's um based on her understanding of lycanthropy no 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 no, no. um basically within a certain amount of time you have to take it and then you have to wait and see uh because think of it this way there's uh there's an amount of time where the infection sets in and once it's set, you're screwed. Right. But right. if before that time comes, you take the wolf spain, it can stop it. But so, she's still suffering the after effects of the poison. Right. Is she still taking it? No, she's taking okay. um she she's she's just taking some basic uh very basic uh health medicine right now. Right. And, and um based on a foresight's examination it's not just like they're giving her medicine to get money out of her dad right it's actually doing something for her yeah it's like because she's like uh she's really weak uh the 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 shit like really fucked her up when she took mm-hmm. it so she's recovering uh and what this is helping her do is function during recovery okay on board then, um, yeah, absolutely. If uh, Foresight is interested in going to the library to do more research, uh, Riley will head along and offer what assistance he can. Not being necessarily a book person himself, he will uh, be there for moral support and assistance. Well, what libraries let you do is if you're not trained in a skill, it lets you make the check all, all the way to whatever you can make um, for a knowledge skill. And if you are trained in the skill... It gives you a plus two bonus on top of your check. Awesome. So you can you can make any knowledge check in a sufficient library. What exactly were you looking for again? Foresight from the library. Two things. Uh, the first one is any uh, any and all plants that grow within this area, so that he could attempt to find any of the herbs that might help her or alleviate her um, uh, her illness in any way that wouldn't cost an arm and a leg. Um, and try to find any dates of when this cosmological event would happen in order to give them a much firmer date in which time to leave. 
Okay, so I'm gonna need you to make me two nature checks, and Riley, you can attempt to uh, uh, aid him on this if you would like, by like hunt, helping him hunt for books and whatnot. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. I can do that. Or you can attempt to make your own. It's up to you. That's thirteen and a fourteen. Um, uh, let's see how the dice roll. We'll we'll look at different books and kind of spread out the studying, cover more ground <laughs> okay. that way. So here's Riley's two nature checks. One at a <laughs> at a three and the other at an 11 so uh you don't really find out a whole lot uh you have a bit less of a clue to uh to look i think um and uh actually uh foresight on that first roll apply instead of whatever your knowledge gets apply your um herbalism modifier oh what would it turn into? Uh, 22. 22. Okay. Uh, so for for the looking for the herbs and whatnot, um, you're able to figure out that an uncommon stimulant called uh called sod root uh exists in the area that would um function basically. Uh, in a similar way uh, to uh, coca. It, it, it's a very strong uh, herb, but it's uh, it would it would be good for this in moderation. Um, it just like coca would have uh, a chance of addiction, um, but its effects would certainly help her. Um, as far as your um, your check for figuring out when this astrological date will be, it's going to be. Let's see, today is the 16th of ish, so it would be next week. Uh, it, it's in seven days. Um. All right. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to write this down and. Uh, try he's not only going to write down this base information but as well as um if there is a description of this root and the environments in which it lives in uh he would also write that down yes it specifically grows during the rains and it's often found in uh in like root like root ruts like in between where large trees uh roots stick out of the dirt as they help to pool the water uh and it it has a small um kind of parsley like uh leaves that stick up out of the water but it's it's named sod root because of its uh very like the dirt it takes uh takes root in or it's very sodden just like i am uh Forsyth's going to write all this information down, and then, uh, with as much as he thinks he's going to get, uh, turn and say, we should probably get the others. Um, well, they should rest. Um, I think I found something that might help, and tomorrow I plan on looking for it. Yes. Uh, great work for us. I, I think tomorrow morning, once we get everyone together, we can discuss uh, Mr. Bourne's situation with his daughter and see if we can't assist in maybe collecting some of the uh, uh, herbs that you seem to have uh, found some information on and perhaps raising some funds to help him pay off his debt. He not long. I should probably get him the date. However, it would help with him planning. Yes, agreed. Uh, let's see, I'm assuming it's pretty late by this point, Sean. Yes, quite. Um, if it's like ridiculously late, late, we can probably just catch him in the morning at the inn that he owns that we're staying at. Yeah, like likely most of the party by the point y'all are done at the library is already at, in bed. That's kind of what I figured. Yeah, he's going to make a xerox of this and he's just going to slide it under the door <laughs> of the, the house that works mm -hmm. uh adira while they're headed off to the library 
Uh, you found the things that you went shopping for and are headed back to the inn. Um, when you arrive, uh, the barkeeper, who you might notice is slightly wet from having walked in the rain, uh, he, he comes out from around uh, the bar and he's like, Miss Adira, Miss Adira. Yes. Uh, he walks forward uh, towards you. Uh, his his hands outstretched. He's like, "Thank you so much for helping." Uh, Mister Morheim gave gave me the twenty gold you you gave him. Like she's just slowly backing away, afraid this man's gonna touch her, and she's just like, mm, "It's fine. I'm glad I could help. Children shouldn't suffer." Um, he does not pick up on that, uh, and just kind of in his in his forward forward motion he he kind of just keeps up with you and uh goes to grab at your hand um and you'll you'll gain a a one of those flashes um as he as he shakes your hand see him uh in broken bits and pieces speaking with riley and uh foresight uh, thinking back to his daughter, um, finding her on the floor in uh, in his house, her shoulder coated in blood uh, some short time ago, uh, his harrowing uh, experience uh, sitting, waiting for word from the doctors, uh, and the sense of dread uh, when he was told uh, what had occurred to her um in return he sees uh the moment that foresight fell into the spiked pit uh he lets go of your hand and backs away he's like i, I i'm so sorry I, I i didn't mean to uh I, I i i'm so sorry and he quickly uh walks away she she would head straight up to her room she's probably in tears Hello, everybody, and thank you for listening to us. I'd like to go ahead and thank our patrons, Tim Demuse, Brian Rafe, and Don Bewley. You guys are really awesome for helping us out every month and trying to get us closer to our goals so we can keep our fees paid. Thank you. If you check out the description below, you'll find a bunch of Twitter handles and other links to some of our friends in the Hive. That's our Discord. These people are really awesome, and you should check them all out. Also check out the description below for links to our Discord and our Teespring. And may the Elder Gods bless your dreams.